Tony the Tiger, Kyle, you get the strong sense that Kellogg's is going to make him gay one day, might feature a gay relationship with him and Toucan Sam. That's one way to sell a box of cereal, isn't it, Kyle? Darby Cast, Wild Card Friday, and hey, how are you? If this is your first episode, I will do what I always do to first-timers and encourage you to leave. I will tell you, turn this off. Do something else. Get out. But let's get into the Darby cast, whatever it looks like today, because honestly, I have no agenda. I have nothing written down per usual. And we're just going to see where it goes. So if you're in a space where you can relax, I want you to relax even harder. If you're in a space where you've got to stay focused, just focus on this and let everything else kind of fall by the wayside. Even if you're using heavy machinery, I want you to just kind of check out mentally and check into this because you're probably going to get one or two things over the next eh, 30 minutes or so that you're like, nice. Sure, you might smash a wrecking ball into a bridge or create an explosion somewhere, but those things are pretty cool. Wrecking ball carnage? Not bad, right? Let's get into imagination mode real quick, DarbyCast doctors. I want you to board the DarbyCast train of imagination. Pull out that ticket, that shiny red ticket with golden calligraphy. We like that, don't we, Kyle? Calligraphy, lost art. Most people can't write in cursive anymore. I hated it as a kid. But that's how your ticket looks, Starbycast doctors. You've got this great ticket, and there I am, conductor Darbycast, up front on the locomotive and saying, good to see you, Darbycast doctors. I give everyone a compliment as they board the train. Imagine that for a second. You're boarding a train that's really cool. So well-maintained. It looks like it was maybe built in the 1940s in terms of the style, but in terms of the quality, it's like, did you use lasers to do that? But as you're boarding this beautiful train and I'm taking your tickets and refusing some people's tickets, I give them a once-over. I'm like, you need to get lost. Even if it's a valid ticket, rip it up on the spot and be like, "Ah, how did you find the train station? This is supposed to be a sacred secret place. But I'm giving everybody compliments. I'm looking at some ladies and saying, wow, new moisturizer. Is that what you're using? Your skin is, whew, that feels good. Guys boarding the train, I'm saying, you look so studied with books. These compliments, they go a long way. So everybody, think about that as you're boarding a train. That you get the perfect compliment for you. That's custom tailored to what your best attribute is. Some people just went in their mind's eye, I could use some recognition on my calves. I work so hard to beef these things up and nobody really gives me the time of day. I know they're looking at them, but I wish somebody would just give me the words of affirmation. That's my love language. 
Sometimes I need to hear it. What other good things do people have? Mighty spirits say, whoa, hey, spiritual presence here. Looks like somebody's pretty far on the walk with JC. But now that we're all aboard the imagination train, let's use it, right? What point is there in getting on a train made out of positivity and steel if you're not going to use it? So we pull out of the station. The train makes very little noise because it's powered by a nuclear reactor. I'm very pro uh, nuclear reactor. It's very safe, provided that we've got some Darby cast doctors just kind of monitoring the situation. But we pull out of the train station, a little reverse action to a U-turn train track whodunit, which we're all pretty familiar with what that looks like. And then we're full speed ahead. Nuclear reactor powered train of imagination filled up with excellent people with good attitudes who just want to chill, but also to learn. The magic school bus, for example, had magical imagination properties, much like the Darby Cast Express. However, those kids were freeloading loafers the whole time. They actually didn't care about learning. I don't know when the last time was that you investigated the magic school bus and the nonsense that went on there. That teacher took the kids to get acquainted with fish in one. It was either a book or an episode animated. Kyle, you still watch the magic school bus, don't you? You know what I'm talking about. When the trout like blows a load on the bus, look it up. That's a real thing. The magic school bus shrinks and a trout just ejaculates all over the bus. I wish I were kidding. A lot of people say that kids are exposed to too much these days, but I'm going to tell you, it's been going on for a while, kids being exposed to too much. I would be fine as an adult operating in this world of ours if I didn't have intimate knowledge of what it might be like to get nutted on during spawning season. But now that we're on the Darby cast train of imagination, I want you to just prepare to take your imagination and turn it up to a 14 out of six. Okay. So now that you're fully ramped up, dialed in and ready to live in a way that you never have, Close your eyes, wherever you're at. Again, people operating heavy machinery, which make up a sizable portion of the Darby cast. I just, I don't know, for one reason or another, I just have that intuition that a good number of Darby cast listeners, not an insignificant number, can handle a bobcat, can hit the ones and twos on a crane, can take a steamroller and level some asphalt. Kyle, where was I going with that? All right, let's just get back on the train. Imagine a fictitious society. This is all made up, obviously. So imagine a society that has unlimited access to information in an unprecedented way, but they never access it on a regular basis. Most of the people 
in this society have never asked a good question in their whole lives. Within everyone in this society's grasp is vast and nearly incomprehensible computational power. Mysteries of the universe are a mere click and a half away. Full understanding of psychology, social dynamics, economics, every book ever written is right there. And imagine for a second that with all of that, somehow people choose to spend their time with all of this robust information at their fingertips. They choose to engage in gossip, popularity contests, watching idiotic ads, and also watching people bone. Imagine that for a second. I know it's a stretch. Now keep imagining that this population, their leaders, are shadowy dirtbags who are bloodthirsty goblin rats who are also spiders who enjoy fine wine, steak, and occasionally sexually blackmailing politicians. I know this is tough to imagine, but try to consider it. So these shadowy spider pig bat amalgams, they don't have a whole lot to worry about because everybody in the population is incredibly concerned with increasing pleasure and comfort. Imagine 3D headsets on some people and just pumping away at a flashlight while watching porn. First person point of view. That's what some people are doing in this imaginary scenario. Then imagine, okay, just keep, push yourself now. Imagine that there's a fairly sizable portion of the population that has just a shred of understanding of all of the nonsense going on. They see how things are going. They can look into the future more than 35 seconds. They're not on TikTok. That's just a made-up thing that I just made up. TikTok, what's that? But these wonderful people, imagine if they had a cool title, like Darbycast Doctor. They see the centralization of power and the mass manipulation of most of the idiots of the population. They're like, whoa, this is concerning. So there's a lot of people in this group. It's growing. These Darby cast doctors, for instance, if they were called anything, maybe you could imagine them being called Darby cast diplomats or something, other things that start with a D because we need the alliteration. That is helpful in the imagination. We know this. So who do we think that the snake spider demon beasts want to take out? Headset flashlight guy? Or maybe you, if you're putting yourself in the shoes of somebody who's like, I'm slightly in the know in this sea of endless information that is very scattered. Imagine being that kind of person where you get shreds of reality amidst the noise. You're like, wait a second. You're not actually a lady. You're a dude and you're not doing so well. I don't think we should cheer for you. I think we should try to help you. 
I don't think helping you involves encouraging you to slice your dick off. Can you imagine this? It's tough, right? Imagine if in this scenario, there was a democracy where people actually believed it was a democracy. It's not actually a democracy, but some people think it is. And then people argue with one another all the time over aspects of the quote unquote democracy until they're blue in the face, even though it's not really a democracy. Or people are like, we need voting rights. And it's like, even if everybody had voting rights and there was perfect integrity in every single election, by the way, everybody does have pretty extensive voting rights. I don't know voter suppression that's happened in this made up society for over 60 years, 50, 60 years. Are you tracking with this imaginary scenario? Imagine being in the know and having conversations with people who simply aren't. Like, I ate a hot dog and watched some lesbian scissor and filled out a spreadsheet today. Life is good. Imagine talking with those people. How do you get through to them in this imaginary scenario? Flash forward, there is a pandemic in this imaginary place. Sounds serious, right? Sounds pretty fucking serious. But imagine the pandemic. Don't imagine it like the bubonic plague that killed like a little over a third of Europe. It's not like the Spanish flu where 50 million people died. It's not really that bad at all. It's still a pandemic, though. Imagine that. It's still a pandemic, you son of a bitch. And over 99% of people, close to 100% of people, survive it. But it's serious. It's the most serious thing ever. Imagine it's just killing everybody. Except by everybody, I mean the incredibly feeble and the morbidly obese and people who are exceptionally old and on death's door anyway. But it's also killing everybody. Right? Oh, it's scary. It's freaking scary. Or the average age of somebody who's tragically lost in this thing is older than the average life expectancy. Spooky. Spooky. It's not okay. This pandemic, imaginary, obviously. We're on the Darby Cast Express, imaginary train, powered by a nuclear reactor. It's going fast. We are vibing out hard right now. But imagine a crazy pandemic in this society of fat porn addicts that's made up. This pandemic magically doesn't go to East, South, or Southeast Asia. Those are places I just made up for the imaginary example. And imagine in those places that I was just talking about, East, South, and Southeast Asia, imagine there were like 3 billion people living in filthy, crowded cities without running water or any kind of sanitary measures to keep the place clean. Is violent, racist, and sexist pandemic is brutal. It's the most brutal. And you better be fucking freaked out by it in your imagination. Crazy thing about this pandemic. It's managed to upset 
the world economy. It's pretty nuts. It was just too serious for people to handle. Everything had to be shut down to protect the old and the fat. Our most important people. Kind of the people who are always making moves and they're so productive and sexy. That's another thing. They're youthful, vibrant, and sexy. Even the old. Even the fat. In this scenario, imagine we went through these weird health measures and we listened to some Italian goblin. For example, let's just come up with an Italian name. Let's call him Fauci. Imagine this, that everybody who is into reality shows, have you ever heard of that? Of course you haven't because I made it up right now. People watch the news constantly. You're saying right now to yourself, like, what's that? What's the news? Imagine if people talked about stuff all the time, 24-7. You know, it's tough to imagine that. It's very tricky. But the world economy, because of this super raging pandemic, so dangerous, you have to get tested upwards of five times to know that you actually have it. That's how dangerous it is. So watch out. Watch out, okay? Keep you on your toes, in your mind's eye. The economy's tanking. Imagine the people in charge of the money supply who are in cahoots with the pig-faced spider cats. It's just what we're calling the people running this place. But the economy's tanking. Terrible recession. Some of you are saying, Aren't recession cycles pretty reliable and predictable? And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm running this, so just keep listening. All right, you still keeping that imagination fully engaged? Because you better be. Because this is not real, so you got to really push yourself to imagine it being totally real, what I'm describing. So world economy, a lot of money gets printed. Inflation starts spiking. Quesadillas start costing $14. you imagine that? You've got loans being passed out all willy-nilly. You've got foreclosures on houses and businesses. A lot of businesses going under. Can you imagine that? I can't. I'm struggling too. This crazy pandemic, so serious. Managed to, in this scenario, oust a president who tweeted stuff. I don't know what that means. It just kind of came to me in my imagination, like what's tweeting something? I don't get it. Also imagine this, that the people running the show in this imaginary made-up society, totally fabricated, they've been studying propaganda and mind control for at least the past 70 years. And they've perfected it and they've convinced the people who really like pleasure and comfort that the biggest issue around is not any of the stuff actually going on. It's taking down statues and celebrating criminals and exploding the nuclear family, getting chicks to wear pantsuits, telling dudes not to lift weights. It's a stretch, I know. It's a stretch. All right, so stay with me on this. So much imagery that I'm 
calling you to conjure up with no reference point. I know nothing like this has ever happened. So imagine this population. On one side, you've got people who are completely devoid of any critical thinking skills or an ability to formulate decent questions. And all of a sudden, they hear about a cure for the disease. And they get so fired up because the cure also comes with donuts, cheeseburgers, and other cool perks. So they're fired up. Then you've got those naysayers, the evil ones, who are like, this might be bullshit. And I know that those people sound so evil, as I'm saying it. The people who are like, it seems like you hate us. Why would you ever do anything nice for us? Like give us a cure for the, this disease that's obviously running rampant and making people collapse in pools of blood on the street. It's that serious. I'm telling you, in this scenario, so many people fell victim to this pandemic that we had to start stacking bodies and burning them all over the place. It was that serious. Is that serious? Oh, you don't think it is? Well, let me keep telling you about it. So there's a lot of those people who are like, wait, you guys are the problem. You godforsaken tarantula parrots crossed with pigs and poo. The people who are kind of questioning the thing and be like, is it that serious? Is that is it is it as serious as you're making it out to be with your overblown ability to manipulate public perception in a way that many thought that could never happen. Like, wait, you're the problem and the solution? Isn't that a little convenient? So you get this cure, right? It's just like so chill that it creates a lot of problems for people. The cure to the disease that was so serious that it was out of hand, you got to get tested five times to know if you have it. It's that serious, but people who aren't fired up on getting the cure, they're ridiculed and they're threatened all the time to lose their jobs. This is a heck of a train ride on the Imagination Darby Cast Express, boy, I'll say. So yeah, if you don't get the cure, you're ridiculed, fired, or just scorned. All the while, the people who like cat videos and other stuff and hip-hop music, cat videos and hip-hop music is what a lot of the population's into. What's hip-hop music? Something I came up with. You just got to go with me on the fly. So these people, they're like, no, the cure's legit. You don't know a damn thing. You're such an evil person. They say stuff like that or like kind of in that vein to the people who aren't bought in on it. If you can actually imagine that. Now let's fast forward to like a year or two after everything I just described. This time there's a big virus. One that's pretty juicy. And it uh, actually takes everybody out like in a way that's like a real pandemic. Check that, like a double real pandemic because the first one was totally real. So serious. So this one's like triple serious. 
But I actually do mean that. Like a lot of people are going to pass. That's what we're all looking forward to in this imaginary scenario. So that's it. Darbycast Wildcard Friday. Pretty crazy imaginary scenario. Enjoy your weekend.